Hey guys, this is Brandon, and you're listening to another episode of For Sure. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about a very controversial topic, and that's cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation is defined as the act of taking or using things from a culture that is not your own, especially without showing that you understand or respect said culture. And while some try to conflate the idea of appreciation with cultural appropriation, we all know that the stems are rooted much deeper than meets the eye. Let us know what you think about these episodes about cultural appropriation. And if you have any thoughts, make sure to reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Foreshore Podcast. So without further ado, here's the episode. Peace. Um, you can start with your for sure. Okay. Thank you to my awesome brother for providing such a wonderful explanation and definition of cultural appropriation. Thank you. My for sure is that if you think something is offensive, it's probably offensive. So many times, both in conversation and what we see in the media, are people who will come from a perspective of, oh, I didn't think it was that bad, or oh, I didn't think it would be interpreted this way. But in actuality, there is a process that you go through where you think, maybe I shouldn't actually say this or do this. Right. And um, we see this when people do, let's say, Cinco de Mayo celebrations. They want to dress up as Mexicans. We see it when people, it's Halloween time and it's a college party. People want to dress up as black athletes Speak or performers. And, you know, right. like they're not, you know, Beyonce. They're not Michael Jackson who, you know, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. And, and, <laughs> and. So there's so many times that people think like I didn't think it was that bad. How many times have you heard someone come out and publicly apologize? Thousands of times. For doing thousands of times. For doing something that they might have not perceived to be as bad from the beginning, but knowing that it could have some pushback. So I think we're thinking about cultural appropriation before you want to go and be a geisha for Halloween, before you want to go and you know, again, just over Cinco de Mayo, right. you should think about what that means and what message you're sending because most likely you're offending someone by doing this. And if you come from a group where you're like, you've been often you know, offended by cultural appropriation, wouldn't be respectful to further effectuate cultural appropriation for another group. Exactly, every culture is capable of cultural appropriation. Big right. facts. And I think, I think oh, sorry, oh, Brennan. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, Jeff, sorry. And I think oftentimes, well, from my perspective, because obviously these are my identities, um, I think that I've only really like been so compelled when I think about how black people have been, you know, appropriated. But um, I think that a lot of different groups and a lot of different cultures, even African mm. culture from black people has been appropriated in a sense because black American culture is very different than African right. culture. And right. African American culture is different than African culture. Right. Um, and I think that sometimes we hide behind the fact that, you know, we're black so we can like physically, you know, be kind of like, you know, uh, jump yeah. jam together. But in actuality, like, is it really okay for us to be wearing daishikis all the time? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is it more fashionable than it is um, kind of showing solidarity to a culture? Right. Yeah. I don't know. So that's my Yeah, sure. I totally agree with you. I think it really comes down to people wanting to achieve a certain aesthetic that they feel that they cannot achieve by themselves. Um, I think you find a lot of this when it comes to black culture and the appropriation of that, because 
sometimes white people think that that's like the end thing, like that's the cool thing. Um, and if you're cherry, yeah, and if you're cherry picking parts of the culture so that you can achieve this aesthetic and not embracing or acknowledging where it's coming from, then that's when uh, that's where the issue really lies. So, and I do think that every adult, every capable, intellectual, and intelligent person has the ability to to make the difference or to know the difference between right and wrong and also to know the difference between appropriation and appreciation, which right. are clearly different. And right. I think the lines are, are way more defined than people give it credit for. Right. So I agree with you, Chad. I think um, if, if the idea in your head is like, this could be suspect, it's probably suspect. Right. And if you think, yeah. if you think that, also looking at like other parts of your life, like if you were to say something and you're like, wow, that's kind of racist, you probably shouldn't say that because it is probably racist. Or if it's, that's exactly. kind of misogynistic, you probably shouldn't say it because it is <laughs> probably misogynistic. So I think people have to do the same thing when uh, looking at cultural appropriation and when they're making decisions on what they're going to wear, what they're going to say, how they're going to be co-opting or cherry picking from said culture and whether that benefits the people that actually have created um, they're trying to um, yeah. achieve. So. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree 100%, Chayla. And I think it's very important too as adults to hold each other accountable uh, when you see someone appropriating a culture or when you notice someone saying something that could be racist or could be misogynistic or just could be just plain out wrong, you have to hold each other accountable. And I think that's very important in uh, the media. It's very important in politics. It's very important in our whole society because people who are younger than us, especially children, are watching, their parents are watching people in positions of power say certain things. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, if they're saying that, then that's okay. And an adult who for some reason doesn't realize that this is offensive or this is racist is saying these things now has to backtrack and say, you know what? That was wrong or that was offensive. And I'm sorry, but the idea and the notion and the statement is already out there. So I think even before yeah. things are being said, like Chayla's saying, if you think it's offensive, then it most likely is offensive. You don't need to say it. If there's something that you want to say or something that you want to do or perform, maybe talk to someone from that culture, get an idea on how this could potentially be offensive to that culture, and then you can make your moves the way you want to make them. But I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a common sense thing for us um maybe it's because we've been appropriated and the black culture has been appropriated a lot in america but i think it's just common sense like if something sounds like it could be wrong it probably is wrong yeah and really quickly i think that one of the reasons why i find that so many americans um decide to culturally appropriate other let's say ethnic or racial groups is that I don't think there's really like an American culture to desire to appropriate or to really appropriate or like we don't think we even have an American culture. Mm-hmm. Like when I recently watched a documentary, I think one it was about, it was about the alt-right, the one that Brandon was originally oh, watching. Yeah. I watched it yet, um, yesterday. And basically like white Southerners were looking to have like their own like nation pretty much in our own culture but we're one nation and we don't want to have like a streamlined culture to even like appropriate if we wanted to or even participate in 
And then Americans are just so like, oh, we don't really have one that we can really look to. Like maybe Fourth of July, our culture is like wearing red, white, and blue, and like I don't know. Eating hot think dogs. American, I think I think of American culture as like I don't I don't. Shut think up, Chelsea. Like you love hot dogs, so keep it quiet. <laughs> I don't think of like one thing. Like I don't think of a streamlined American culture. I think of American culture as all the other racial and ethnic groups in America that make their own right. cultures within America. Right. And because right. of that, I feel like people think they can, you know kind of prescribe to like oh we can do Cinco de Mayo because that's a part of the American culture like a celebration but it's like that's not even like an American thing right that so like what are you talking about no. right yeah I think so I think, think that's, the, that's an issue I think the idea of appropriation in general is literally taking it and using it for your benefit without giving any sort of appreciation or acknowledgement, or acknowledgement. for the, the right. true history the the, the right. actual lived experience of the people who you're benefiting off of. Um, right. That's the that's the thing because even right. when you are appropriating, you are also assuming that um, some of these stereotypes exist, and you're playing into the stereotypes by appropriating people, their uh, their culture, their ethnicity, their food, their their right. outfits um, when you're right. doing that. So like that has to also be a part of the process and um, working through how we can like eradicate this like appropriation i think mm-hmm. it's, I, I do think cultural appropriation is inevitable in america i agree with that point shayla and how we can't look at america as just being like white i think that we conflate um patriotism and american culture or just an american person as being a white person based on what we've consumed and how we've kind of processed our history and how we've seen like who the major <laughs> players were um <laughs> on a consistent basis so right, right. like that needs to be uh Right. Go ahead, Chelsea. I'm so sorry. I think that's also just goes back to how America was originally built and structured. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that people immigrated here. Africans were brought here uh, outside of their own goodwill or want. Uh, So that's just how America was built. It's just a bunch of different cultures coming together. There weren't like there wasn't just one unless you want to go back to like Native Americans that were here before the white Europeans came here and stole their land. Facts. That's how, speak on it. Yeah, but for it's real. Just like, that's just how America was built. It's, just, it's, a, it's a melting pot. You know, everyone knows America as you come here from wherever you're from and you can be successful and you can have the American dream. And now there's people from all over the world that live in America and there's no one true, like if you go to Italy, there are, it's an Italian culture. The majority of the people there are Italian. You go to uh, Brazil, the majority of the people are Brazilian there. It's just like when you come to America, there's people from, from everywhere. There's no one true, like, this is what was here before this, again, unless you go back to Native American culture. But there is no one true American heritage or culture that people look towards or strive to be. So I think that's why it could be easier in America to cultural appropriate because there's nothing to really like go back to or fall back on because we're such a melting pot. Big facts. 